The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. I'm expecting you to be living large. And God said, in the beginning was the Word. You got to take it by faith. When God created heaven and earth, you got to take it by faith. When Jesus died for your sins, you got to take it by faith. And when I say your life is going to be changed dramatically, take it by faith. Hello, I'm Bill Winston, and we welcome you to another broadcast. The program that you're watching is called The Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. Well, we have a powerful teaching for you today. This message is entitled, Living Large. Now, this is the way God wants us to live. Now, here's something that I bring out in today's teaching that you might want to remember. In Genesis 12 and verse 2, God made us a promise. He said this, I will bless you and I'll make your name great. And then our part is that we are supposed to be a blessing. Now, we don't often think that we're involved in making our name great. We think God is just going to automatically do that. No, 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 no. Everything with God is done by faith. And you and I are going to have to fight the good fight of faith. It's through that battle that God can elevate you and make your name great. Now, the Word of God that I'm teaching you now is to help equip you to defeat every obstacle that comes your way. Why? Because God wants to elevate you. Now also, we're never meant to be in a battle of a long fight. <laughs> you know, that, that, that'll wear you down. That's not the idea. The idea is that God will give you the victory speedily. He said so over in Luke chapter 18 and verse 8. So He speedily gives us the victory and we, He always causes us to triumph. So I don't know what you're going through, but get this, you're going to win. Watch this, and it's not going to be a long fight. Hey, man, grab hold of that. That's yours. Let's go into it. Today's teaching, it's called Living Large. I was looking at a show or movie uh, while I was on vacation, and this was uh, back in the days of the uh, times where they fought with spears and, 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 you know, swords and so forth and so on. And it was two groups of people, um, and the Greeks and somebody else. And so one group of army, about 50,000 men, were going to fight another group. And so the king of one group just came up and he said, hey, you know, let's, let's not fight like that. Let's not have everybody fight. Why don't you get your strongest man and I get my strongest man and let them fight in front of us all. And whoever slays the other, then the other group would submit to them. King said, okay. So this guy who suggested it called his guy, whatever his name was, Jojo, whatever his name was. He said, come up to the front. So he came up. And I mean, he looked like he'd been working out all his life. You know, I mean, he must have been about eight feet tall. I mean, just fierce. And so the other king called his guy and nobody answered. He called him again. <laughs> he still didn't answer. And so 
one of the assistants ran up to the king and said, he's not around here. He's, he's gone. Something's happened to him. And so he said, go find him. And so he went to this nearby village and he was there eating. And a little boy was talking to a little boy. And so they uh, found him and told him that, you know, there's a battle here you're going to have to fight. And he says, you know, who is it? And he told him what the deal was and said, the king is calling for you. He said, well, I don't care if the king calling for me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to be my own boss or something like that, something. And so he said, I'll be there shortly. And the little boy said, you, you're going to fight this guy? He said, you, you, you don't know. He, this guy will destroy you. He said, no, no, no. He said, you got to understand that if you don't fight and win against the giants, no one will ever remember your name. I want you to hear that because what it says in verse 24 is contend with him in battle. And what I did is I put together, I said, okay, got it. And I took Genesis chapter 12 and verse one. And he said, and Abraham, here it said, get thee out of that country from thy kindred, from thy father's house into a land that I'm going to show you. This is God speaking to Abram. And I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. Whoa. Well, how do you think he's going to make his name great? You see, my point to you is, is sometimes we don't think that we're going to be involved in that main name being made great. In other words, somehow God is just going to make your name great. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. The fight is going to make your name great. And the tendency is sometimes church folk that come into church to hide. Really hide. I mean, not, not, not be equipped for battle, but to hide. And this is no place to hide. It's a place where you get the word of God and get equipped so that you can go out there and defeat any giant that might come your way. Now, right away, you know, you're going to have a battle because you come in here to hear the word. Look what he says in Mark chapter four and started verse 14. He said, in the source, so at the word he said, and these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. And when they have heard Satan cometh immediately to take away the word that was sown in the heart. Right there, you're going to have a fight. Because the devil saw you come in here. And he knows that I'm about to load you with something that's going to equip you to take everything he's got. People, property, and positions. Look at the next verse. And then he said, and these are they likewise which is sown on stony ground when they've heard the word immediately receive it with gladness and have no root in themselves, but, and so endure for it for a time afterward when affliction or persecution arise for the word's sake, they are immediately, they are offended. Now it's interesting. Affliction or persecution. Affliction there doesn't necessarily mean sickness, it means hardship. Hardship, 
try to figure out, man, why is this so hard, me trying to do this? That's the devil. And then it says persecution. So you get the word, persecution comes with it. Now what's going to be your fight? It's going to be the good fight of faith because you're going to have to, you're going to have to work some love out of that faith. You're going to have to love somebody that's talking about you like a D-O-G dog. And you're going to have to love them. That's your fight. And that's why a lot of God's people fall out. I had to stop looking at that, 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 uh, all that, um, democratic and Republican thing. I stopped looking at that, man. There's too many bad words going on. <laughs> Wait a minute. And then people get, you know, texting me and telling me, and I'm texting them back. Well, you want to, I said, wait a minute, I ain't got no business involved with that. I, God said, let no corrupt communication come out of my mouth. Because it's, 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 it's not extolling people's virtues. It's, it's, it's a lot of slice and dice and I'm cutting you up and cutting you up. And I said, man, I got to get out of this. I, I turned to mm, Disney. <laughs> you know, something, man. You know. But I'm saying it, the Bible even tells you don't even hang around with an angry man. Or you will become angry yourself. Look what it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 33. Kind of interesting scripture. He talks about this association. He says this, be not deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manners. What does it say in the Amplified? Let's put it in a word. Maybe you can get it this way. He says this. He says, do not be deceived or misled. Evil com companionship, communication, watch this, associations corrupt and deprave good manners and morals and character just by, just by being around them. Now realize they're not supposed to rub off on you. You're supposed to rub off on them. Well, it's very interesting that our challenge I think is going to be the love people in these last days. It really is. So in moving to the top, I just want you to know that is coming with a fight. What is said in first Timothy, first Corinthians and first Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13, there is no temptation taken you, but such as common to man, but God is faithful, will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able, but will with the temptation, make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Now, it's kind of interesting what I put down in my Bible. I had to look up another translation, as you know. I've been trying to encourage you now to look up different translations. And he said, this is another translation. You will never face anything you cannot overcome. Put it in your Bible. So when something comes on you, you can overcome it. Now, you're not going to overcome it without faith. If you're not coming in here getting the word, you, you don't have any defense. It's a reason for the pastor. It's a reason for the man of God teaching you. Reason for your prophet. Because your prophet's going to give you a word that you can hang on to, meditate that word, transform your thinking, build your faith, so that when the enemy comes against you, he's no match. 
Christ. Amen. So what happened to the guy? So the guy who was, who was, who they were going to look for, who said this comment that I said here was played by a guy named Brad Pitt. And so now he goes to fight the guy. So they look at each other. Now the armies are behind each one of them, 50,000 men behind each one. And they look at each other. And then the big guy takes a sword from his armor bearer and throws it at uh, this guy who Brad was playing. And he hits his armor and was so powerful and big until it knocks the shield completely out of his hand. Then the guy got another sword and, uh, or uh, spear and threw it at him. And this one missed him. Then he starts running towards the giant running towards the giant, ran towards the giant. And about the time the giant was trying to pull out his big sword or something, Brad had run up the guy's chest and sliced his throat. I said, that's my kind of fight. See, God, listen, listen. Sometimes you see saints, you say, how you doing? I'm going through. You better get through. You better get through because you'll get weary in that fight and start giving up and so forth. He never intended for you to be a long time in the fight. He meant for you to come on through. Get out of that thing. Say amen. See, that's my kind of fight. I don't like these fights where they tear up the whole thing and by now in the Westerns where they fight for about 15 minutes. I like Clint Eastwood. He just... And it's going, going on. You notice his hat, it don't never, don't never move. He, he has his hat. Come on now. No use of you fighting that disease for those few months. Come on, you can get rid of that today. Praise God. Fighting all this stuff, fighting all them debts, fighting all this, fighting being broke, so forth and so on. Those days are. Receive the victory. Glory to God. We got the devil where we want him now. That's what the enemy will try to do sometimes. Keep you in a fight. Wear you down. Wear you out. You know, that's it. My mama, she didn't, she didn't, She's on the phone. Yes. Uh-huh. And I'm acting up, you know, I'm over in the corner acting up, you know, like kids and, and distracting her. She's Wait, just a minute, honey, sit down. You better sit down. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, could you hold on just a minute? She'd take her house shoe. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying. She ain't putting up with that that long. You don't need to put up with that all day for them kids. I ain't got to put up with this. I ain't got to put up with it. Say amen to this. It's designed to wear you out. Make it so that your faith won't work, your love won't work, nothing. Why? Because you're too tired. Is this the right bunch I'm talking to? So that, that's it. 
That's it. We're not putting up with broke, 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 month after month after month. Something's got to give here. God said that he's going to bless me. Put it up there again. Up to Genesis in chapter 12 and verse 1. Let's put it up there this time in the CEV translation. The Lord said to Abram, leave your country and your family and relatives and go to the land that I was going to show you. And I will bless you and make your descendants unto a great nation and will become, you, you will become famous and be a blessing to others. Keep going. And I will bless those who bless you, but I will put a curse on anyone who puts a curse on you. You see this? Everyone on earth will be blessed because of you. Next verse. Abraham was 75 years old when the Lord told him to leave the city of Haran. He obeyed and left with his wife, Sarah, and his nephew, Lot. Now, God didn't tell him to take Lot. You always got some people talking about, can I go? No, you can't go. No, 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 tell him no. No, I'll come back and get you. Don't you? I know. Because sometimes it's harder to do it, you know, with somebody than it is to do it by yourself. Look what he said in Isaiah 51 and verse 1. Isaiah 51 and verse 1. Look what it says. He said, hearken to me, ye that follow after righteousness. Ye that seek the Lord, look unto the rock of which you are hewed and to the hole of the pit which you are digged. Look unto Abraham, your father, and to Sarah that bear you. For I called him, not with lot. I didn't call him with lot. I didn't tell you to do that. Leave them here. I know they're going to want to go with you, but leave them here. Tell them I'll come back. Tell them I'll send you some money. <laughs> come on, tell them you send them $10 a week. Don't take them. I'm telling you, because it's a weight. Why? Because you got the blessing. They don't. This is the right bunch? Yeah. See, we're about to go somewhere, saying, I'm expecting you to be living large. Now, you don't need to try to examine me or examine what I said. Like I said, I'm here, your, I'm your preacher. I'm your prophetic voice right now. And I have studied this out and I'm giving it to you as I'm getting it. And as I give it to you, you have to receive it by faith. Hebrews 11 and verse three. He said, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things that were seen were not made of things which do appear. So we're going to have to take it by faith. And God says, in the beginning, what the word, you got to take it by faith. When God created heaven and earth, you got to take it by faith. When Jesus died for your sins, you got to take it by faith. And when I say your life is going to be changed dramatically.
faith. Don't apply reasoning to it because it'll try to pull it down. See, God, like I said, God never intended for you to take the word to fit your lifestyle. You're going to take your lifestyle and change it to fit the word. I'm just saying, don't, don't look at that. Look at the word and see how you're supposed to be living. Look at Ephesians chapter one, verse three. Now just, just think about this, as I said, because if you get your information outside of the word of God, you got the wrong information. Guarantee you, Satan has, has surrounded you with deception. Guarantee. So you can't get it from anywhere except the word of God and God himself. There are three sources for you. God, the word, and his prophet. There's three sources. All right, look what it says. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all what? Spiritual blessings, where? In heavenly places, where? In Christ. Now, you have been blessed. Say, I have been blessed. Now, can you see all your blessings? Don't speak so fast. Can you see right now, naturally, all your blessings? No, no. If you don't have faith, most of what he has for you has never been manifested because it's in the spirit. Now, is the spirit just as real or more real than what you can see in the flesh? It's more real. It's more real. Now, how much is there? All spiritual blessing. For how many people? Everybody. So as much as he has there, you can't even get it on the earth. The earth is not enough territory to hold it. So stop asking for small stuff. Lord have mercy. Woo-hoo-hoo. That hit somebody right there. Stop asking for small stuff. That came from an unrenewed mind that the devil programmed. Now get out of that and come over here and treat God like he's a big God. Jesus died to provide you with the very best of everything. Learn how to desire and receive his best in your life with Dr. Winston's teaching, Living Large. To order your copy of this powerful message on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4, contact us online at BillWinston.org. You can also call us at 1-800-711-9327. Living large is not about greed. It's about seeing God as your only source and acknowledging that He is a big God and He is able to provide big things. When you are living large, you can be a blessing to others. It's time for you to stop thinking and living small. Order this teaching today and start living large. Hello, this is Bill Winston. On behalf of my wife, Veronica, all those at Bill Winston Ministries, I want to wish you and your family a happy new year. Now, I'd like to take just a moment of time to thank all of our viewers and partners for all your love and support that you've given us throughout this past year. This has been an amazing year, full of the manifestations of God's promises. So I encourage you, as you make your resolution for 2017, as you set your goals, Purpose in your heart to put God's word first place. That's what you got to do. Because where are we going? It's going to have to be the word of God that's going to take us there. And once you do, allow the power of the blessing to manifest Eden in every aspect of your life. That's why I've been teaching so much on this blessing. Because it's time now for the blessing to manifest the Garden of Eden everywhere we go.
We are the church. Praise God. God has made us stewards over this earth. Now, this blessing guarantees the fulfillment of God's plan. No matter what his plan and purpose is for your life, this blessing guarantees that fulfillment. So get that blessing operating in your life and it operates by faith. Praise God. Well, a little bit uh, looking ahead to 2017, I believe that it's going to be a time of the fullness of the blessing. Now that comes out of Romans chapter 15 and verse 29. He's, Paul says this, I am sure that when I come unto you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Uh, we've seen and heard about the blessing, but now it's time for the fullness. Now, what do I mean by that? That we're going to see a demonstration of God's power that will be on this a level that that will command the attention of nations. I mean, the church is going to move and walk in a realm that the world has never seen before. It's going to be a time of darkness and gloominess for the world, but it's going to be a time of rejoicing and light for the church. This is going to be it. The world is going to look to the church to learn how to live, for the church is going to demonstrate another reality. And they're going to say, wow, that's where I want to go. This reality is going to draw people by the multitudes into the kingdom. Now, that's what I expect. This is our time. And I'm predicting, I'm prophesied that this year, 2017, is going to be the start of it. This is it. Well, my wife, Veronica, and all those here again at Bill Winston Ministries, thank you and wish you and your family a happy new year. I want to say, this is Bill Winston. Keep walking by faith. Every day, ordinary people are given the opportunity to do extraordinary things, a chance to come together, share the love of God, go into all the nations, heed the Great Commission, put our faith in action, and change the world. At Bill Winston Ministries, we've been called to the nations and are committed daily to praying for you. Isaiah chapter 56, verse 7 reads, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. And here at our new Bill Winston Ministries Prayer Call Center, we believe in the power of prayer and the power of partnership. The new Bill Winston Ministries Prayer Call Center, one body of believers with a heart for God and a passion for people, ready to stand in faith and pray with you. Deep within you, there is a call to lead. Distractions have tried to bury it. Criticism has tried to smother it, but the call remains. And now it's time. Become an entrepreneur. God is awakening the call again. Answer it. Take a leap of faith. It's time for you to change the story, not just for you, but for your neighborhood, your community, your city, your world. At Joseph Business School, we are here to equip you, to guide you, to empower you, to step into the call that God has given you. It's time to launch out, begin a new story. The call is clear, the time is now. Become an entrepreneur.
The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independent of this world system and have dominion over it. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.